Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first Capital Adulting podcast, The Mission. My name is Grant Gardner, and I will be your host today. And I got to say, I'm really excited to to finally put this together. This has been something I'd say has been kind of on my heart and mind for a good while. Something I'm, you know, a project that I'm really passionate about doing, and I'm just overall. I couldn't be more excited for the opportunity to to share kind of my learnings, my insights and perspectives with y'all, as well as learn from you. I think this is going to be you know a phenomenal exercise in developing you know hopefully a, a really kind of passionate, close knit community where you know we're all looking out for the best interests of each other. Um, and so yeah, just wanted to take today as an opportunity to introduce myself um, and kind of talk through like the overall mission, what I'm hoping to accomplish here with Capital Adulting, um, and kind of just lay the foundation for hopefully great things to come. So as I mentioned, my name is Grant Gardner, and you might be thinking to yourself, that name doesn't ring any bells whatsoever, and that's totally fine. I wouldn't expect it to. Um, you know, I'm not a New York Times bestseller. I'm not some celebrity, you know, rock star, famous athlete. Um, any of those cool things. I'm really just, you know, another, you know, kind of normal person who has a really deep, sincere passion about helping people. And I think putting together something like this that's centered around, you know, the personal financial space is is definitely my way of doing it and so you know i think part of me not having a personal brand is is a bit of an asset as well as a liability um the reason i think it's great is you know people that you know if you already have a following there's a lot of folks who kind of use that as you know they got the resources they got the audience to already kind of generate some traffic and it's they really use something like this more as kind of a you know an additional branch of them marketing their personal brand whereas for me, this is you know all about what kind of value I can bring to your life. You know, hopefully, I'm not not looking for anything in return here. Just looking for an, an opportunity to connect with folks. You know, hopefully, all over the country, potentially the world, and just share kind of my overall insights. You know, in the hopes that you'll be able to glean some valuable information from this, and it, it'll it'll positively impact your life. Um, I think the second piece of why it's nice that I don't have, you know, a personal brand or, you know, just a famous background is that it, you know, for, for folks in that position, it's, it's tougher for an everyday person to relate to them, right? Like it's, it's, it's tougher, you know, if you're taking, you're talking personal finance to somebody who's making, you know, five, 10, 20, $30 million a year or something like that, where, you know, they're just, they're in their own kind of bubble of sorts. Um, so my goal is to kind of bring, bring it down to like a main street level and be able to connect with folks there. Um, and so like I mentioned, you know, really the, the genesis for this is my passion for helping others. I absolutely love being able to, to, you know, build relationships with people to get to know them better, um, you know, to, to learn from them. Um, as well as hopefully teach something beneficial at some point, but it's really kind of the driving force, the catalyst behind why I'd like to do you know a podcast here. And I'll get into kind of more of the specifics of of the mission I have in mind um, in a little bit here. But that's kind of just the the very you know the very beginning kind of teaser piece of it. Um, you know, the reason why, you know, you might be thinking kind of, you know, a little bit behind the name Capital Adulting, right? Um, a big part of that is, you know, I think there's there's a big missed opportunity with, with young folks today, you know, whether teenagers, young adults, you know, even people, you know, even folks who don't necessarily fall in those categories, I think there's a big, you know, a big miss in terms of just <clears throat> basic f- you know, financial knowledge and wherewithal. Um, and that's something where I think I've been, you know, naturally kind of gifted and wired in that, in that way where, you know, I might be able to bring some insights kind of in, you know, with a new perspective that might help connect some dots that again, add value to your everyday life. Um, again, and you know, part of that is I'm definitely financially minded. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of people who know me who, you know, might consider me a robot. Yeah, that's uh, it's been a term that's been thrown around a few times. So you know, I'm happy. I'm happy to to lean into that. Um, you know, if it's if it's beneficial for for you out there listening. 
Um, so just just a real brief, you know, kind of background on me. There's nothing nothing extraordinary. Like I said, I haven't I haven't sold 10 million copies of an autobiography. Um, I probably wouldn't even sell 10 copies if I wrote one. Um, but um, you know, kind of growing up, I think I was really fortunate to grow up with a lot of opportunities. You know, I had a a stable household. I had, you know, phenomenal family around me. And really one of the biggest assets there was my dad, who um, he had, he spent roughly about 30 years kind of in the, you know, in the corporate America world, primarily the financial side of things. He was, you know, a certified public accountant and kind of worked his way up to, you know, the upper echelons of the, the finance side of business. And so the really cool thing about that was, it, from an early age, and you know, this might be from from you know five or seven on. He would always talk to me about you know particular business scenarios and like put it into a context that I can understand at the time, and kind of like talk me through it and just expose me to to things that you know to th- financial matters that that most folks you know might honestly never never experience or, or kind of get you know some some secondhand knowledge on so i think that's what really steered me in the path of of you know wanting to learn more about finance wanting to plan along those lines um and just really kind of develop me in that fashion um so i kind of noticed that over time i i still pick up on new things today where you know to me everything kind of boils down to numbers it's it kind of flows really well for me um you know, it's whether, you know, dollars, percentages, whatever it might be, it just kind of, it just kind of clicks. And I think the beautiful thing about life is everybody's got a unique skill set. And because of that, like there's, you know, that might, you know, I'm, I'm blessed in that way, but I can promise you there's other ways where, you know, I don't have the same kind of, the same kind of skill set that, you know, that you might have and, and strengths that, that others have out there. And so I think the one of the most important things in life is understanding your strengths and being able to leverage that to to bring you know bring value bring you know be be beneficial for other people, um, and so that's that's really what I'm looking to do. Um, you know, I did a little kind of my educational background. Got a chance to go to you know some some good schools. Um, again, not not Ivy League schools. Nothing nothing too fancy like that, but some really strong schools. Um, growing up like through grade school as well as college and I got you know, economics and business degree from you know from a local a local college here um, you know where I where I had a you know primary focus in accounting and entrepreneurship funny thing about accounting is you know I was kind of following the footsteps of my dad pursuing that 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 accounting track um, and then I just decided that I really didn't want to be an accountant but the value of taking those courses and being on that track has has already paid dividends, and I'm excited about you know how I can leverage that um, moving forward. Um, another great thing that I got a chance to do was I was able to play baseball from you know two years old all the way up through through my college years, and I learned so much from that. And I think really there's so much kind of in my my background i think where we could pull out life lessons and especially if you know i had guests on here and kind of talk through some of those pieces where um there's just so many valuable life lessons that come from competition and sports that we'll certainly cover it on the podcast um at some point down the road but yeah for now just kind of again just giving some general insights um one of the things that that really kind of stuck out to me about you know as i reflect on my baseball years is just kind of my relationships with my teammates um i think I always generally had like pretty good relationships with most with most of the guys i played with but one thing that you know i remember even you know outside folks telling me this was i just had you know more of a different perspective on things you know it's i think a lot of folks especially younger you know younger adults tend to have you know a more not necessarily like narrow mindset, but more, you know, focus on the short term, right? Like what's happening to me right now? Or like what, what kind of fun experience can I have right this minute? Whereas I've always been more on the side of what can I do today that's going to benefit me, you know, down the road? What's going to help be a building block for me to create something so much better, you know, five or 10 years um, from now, that's way more valuable than, maybe this one-off activity that's going to help me out that's going to be enjoyable right now but it sets me back so that's one thing where again i think that's the part of my 
you know, part of my reasoning behind wanting to do a podcast like this and being able to get a message out about, you know, just trying to help folks kind of in those positions. One, like if you have that long-term mindset to, you know, be encouraged that you're on the right track. And, and then maybe for somebody who's looking more for that short-term gratification, maybe just at least like piquing your interest or generating some new thoughts, kind of, you know, switching gears there um, and seeing, you know, how things can pay off in the long run. Um, so, and then what I'm currently doing now, so, you know, I've been out of school for a while. Um, I actually have an awesome job with, with a local tech company here um, serving um, our so we operate in the real estate investment management space and so i get to serve our clients in terms of learning their business and helping them get you know set up and utilizing our system and that's been such an eye-opening experience for me because again you know as i was going through school and just growing up i felt like i had a pretty good grasp on you know a lot of like general financial matters you know especially like in the investing space and man getting into into my current role and spending some time there and to really highlighted how how much I didn't know, you know, and that's the beautiful thing about life is it's a continuous learning process, right? So, like I mentioned before, I want to learn from 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 you as much as hopefully you know you I can you know share and teach teach you as well. Um, so it's, it's that's a great environment for me to continue learning a lot, and I get to work with a lot of awesome people. Um, and hopefully, you know, at some point down the road, it'd be it'd be great to get some of them online here, and we can have some awesome conversations as well. So, you know, I've touched on a little bit about why I want to do this um, and kind of my background, but really want to dive in a little bit deeper about why why I do a podcast, you know. So, again, I think I've made it pretty abundantly clear at this point. I love helping people, right? So that's that's the main focus. And there's also there's also a bit of a selfish component to to um, just to life in general, right? So it's like when you, you want to help people, right? We definitely want better lives for those around us. But at the same time, we want to improve our own lives, right? We want, you know, we want more financial security. We want to be in a better position. You know, we want more for us too. And that's perfectly normal and expected and is something that you should, you know, that you should incorporate into your planning, right? You know, it's, everyone's different. Um, you know, I, of course, I like to lean on helping others, you know, before myself, but um, everyone's different. And I think that's also an important thing to, to value and respect. Um, but along the lines of helping others, some of you might know me from, you know, I started started the, the Capital Dolting website a little while back. Um, and I've been, you know, writing just some, you know, free to read articles on there covering some, you know, basic financial topics. And I'm sure we'll kind of regurgitate some of that material here um, on the podcast. And, uh, you know, I do plan on kind of keeping, keeping up the writing side of things too. So um, if you're interested in following along, definitely, you know, um, join in on the podcast as well as following the website. Um, but really the the spawn of the podcast kind of comes from what I just mentioned earlier and that's there's such a a need for for younger adults to to, uh, in terms of like boosting their financial awareness Um, because the valuable thing is you know the younger you start the better off you're going to be in the long run and I think if you if you take you know, any time to ask, you know, whether it's your parents, your grandparents, anyone around you, if you ask them about kind of their financial experiences, I would almost guarantee that one of the things they would talk about would be like, I really wish that I knew this when I was 22. And it sucks that I didn't figure it out till I was 35. And that was 13 years there of time that that I lost because, because I just wasn't aware and I wasn't seeking it out. And that's, that's a big thing too, right? You, you want to continue to seek out knowledge to improve yourself. And hopefully this will be, you know, a resource for you along those, along that, that path. But, um, it's just, it's amazing to me in conversations with my friends, how, you know, things like just understanding, you know, like financial planning, right? Getting a job, understanding, you know, what's your total compensation besides just, you know, your pure income, um, you know, how are you, how are you handling, are you putting money away for retirement? Are you saving money? Are you spending more? How are you handling debt that you've taken on? What, what's your tax planning strategy? Are you doing any sort of, you know, um, you know tax mitigation, um, 
mechanisms, right? To to try to maintain more of your capital for for your benefit. So things like that are all missed in our current day, you know, American curriculum, and it's frankly a travesty. Like I got a chance to go to some awesome schools, um, got taught by great professors, and that's still something where you know I left with a degree, but you know some of this and you know i can tell you <laughs> talk about e economic curves you know all you want right but that isn't necessarily as applicable in an everyday sense as you know you know gener creating a budget and tracking expenses right so that's where i think hopefully this podcast will really come in handy for a lot of y'all out there um and then again you know it's it's re recentering trying to help recenter folks to think for the long term the long term game rather than the, you know, what's going to bring you some enjoyment in the short term here. Um, and I know I've talked a good bit about how the focus is on younger folks, but again, you know, this is not, not trying to de not, not be discriminatory here on the podcast, right? I think, again, life's a continuous learning process. And so I think people of any age can, can hopefully listen in and find some valuable insights that they can pull from this, um, yeah, because the biggest thing is it's good to have kind of an outsider take to you know, find any potential you know blind spots or you know areas where you can make corrections now to prevent you know issues down the road. Right? If you think about think about like a like a rocket ship taking off, you know if that thing's off by by one degree um, coming off the launch pad, that doesn't seem like a disaster, right? Until you start kind of extrapolating that out over the thousands of miles that it travels and now all of a sudden it's you know it is breaking you know going into orbit in kind of a, a totally different place than where it should be and you know that could eventually lead to a catastrophic failure right and i think the way that that, that looks is you know ignoring kind of your financial planning in say your 20s and 30s and maybe living paycheck to paycheck for the majority of your working years and then say you wake up and you're 65 70 years old and now you know really your only hope is is living off social security and you're just hoping that you know everything just goes perfectly for the remainder of your life that you don't end up in you know a bad spot financially and so that's why making those corrections starting something now you know if you're 20 25 30 that's really going to pay off you know, 40, 50 years down the road. And it's, you know, a big part's being willing to kind of develop those good habits to ensure that long-term success. So, you know, I think it's really important to talk about kind of my overall missions uh, or my overall mission for capital adulting as well as the, the core values that I hold, you know, near and dear for this for this project. Um, so I did put together, you know, a mission statement here. I'm going to go ahead and read through it and then dive into some of the particulars. So our mission is to positively impact the fiscal well-being and security of others through guidance geared towards improving personal financial literacy and accountability. So I'm going to read that one more time. It's our mission is to positively impact the fiscal well-being and security of others through guidance geared towards improving personal financial literacy and accountability. And you know, I think just in that one sentence there's there's a good amount to unpack there. So I'm going to go piece by piece and talk through kind of my my take on it and why you know why I included it um, so the first part positively impact I think you know, that you know, in the naming itself is pretty self-explanatory right the goal is to to not only make a difference but you know make sure it's a, a beneficial difference for you listening you know there's certainly wouldn't want anyone to go backwards uh, listening in here but I think it's it's important to note that it's that's not quantified right it's not like a oh by positive impact i mean i'm going to take you know this is going to take your 401k from a hundred thousand dollars to two million in 15 years right it, it doesn't have to be that kind of grand scale um i think a lot of people can get lost or just overwhelmed when they're like oh i gotta you know try to plan out my financial future what what kind of steps do i need to take to get there only it takes just small little changes right you just slowly start making small changes and then that 
you know, kind of rolls up into larger changes, and then you start seeing that massive impact. But po the the positively impact piece isn't quantified because it, you know you should be ha you should be proud of yourself if you're making small changes that are that are starting to add up, right? It doesn't need to be you know overnight. You know, you're overhauling your entire life, right? It's piece by piece. Again, banking on that long term perspective and success. Another piece is just overall is well-being. I said, you know, fiscal well-being is the phrase there um, in the mission statement. And that really relates to kind of where you're at right now, right? Like what's right in front of you, um, your current situation. And, you know, of course, that can be a little bit more forward looking. But I think it's like, are you trending in the right direction right now? Are you doing the things that are, are important to not only maintain where you're at now, but to to get you um, get you building kind of in in the right direction uh, to improve just your your overall situation. Um, also, as part of that, said you know have fiscal security. Um, I guess it's important. I should define fiscal. You know, it's um, fiscal really just means financial. Um, you know, it just relates to kind of your your monetary um, side of things. Um, not necessarily in economics, just but that's that's a separate topic. We'll get into that um, probably a different time. Uh, security means, like I was just talking about a couple minutes ago, is you know, are you doing things right in your twenties and thirties to ensure that in your sixties and seventies, you've got enough money, right? You're secure, or even before that, do you, you know, if you're in your twenties, are you saving money for a house? Um, you saving money to have kids? You have it. You have a college fund in place for them. Things like that. Are you ensuring that if you were to lose your job, can you keep you and your partner or you and your family afloat for an extended amount of time? Like if you're unemployed for six months or a year, which you know tragically we're seeing a lot of right now amidst the pandemic. You know, what's your security there? Would your house, would your cars be at risk? Would something like that? You know, it's just. Kind of incorporating your your forward-looking you know financial outlook to ensure you're in good spot um you know and then the next piece is is guidance so i said guidance geared towards you know guidance geared towards improving personal financial literacy and accountability um i want to emphasize guidance here right because i talked about my background but you know i'm not i'm not a financial advisor um i'm not a certified public account. I'm not an accountant in any form. Um, I don't hold any licenses or, you know, um, the, I'm not sure what, I'm, I'm blanking on the, um, uh, certain financial advisors have different numerical um, kind of certifications or licenses. Um, but, so I don't hold any of those. And I think that's important to make clear here that the information I talk about is, you know, purely describe kind of my thoughts and perspectives in hopes that it's beneficial to you, especially folks who are, you know, just starting out who, who don't really have too much, too much financial uh, knowledge to date. I don't want this to be misconstrued as, hey, Grant's recommending that I got to do this or like, you know, it's taking as hard, hard recommendations for specific things, right? Like I, I'm, I'm never going to tell you to invest in a particular stock. You know, I'm never going to tell you you know, give you, give you personal tax advice and say like, oh yeah, you need to do this, this, and this to save, you know, money when you're paying taxes. It's, this is, you know, an uncertified opinion of sorts. Um, again, I believe it's beneficial, but it's important from, you know, a regulatory legal perspective that, that I, that I cover that piece of it. Um, financial literacy really just means, you know, what's your, what's your financial knowledge, your background, um, Kind of your awareness of different concepts and terms. Uh, I wrote an article a little while back, trying, you know, starting um, to explain, just give basic definitions to some terms because I don't want this to be a podcast where you, you know, I'm talking through concepts that are that to me seem, you know, kind of you know low to mid level, um, and that's not clicking with with you as a listener, right? I don't I don't want anyone to feel ostracized or you know feel like they're unable to to learn or they're getting value out of this um, because that would defeat the purpose of what I'm doing. Uh, the last piece I want to touch on accountability. And this one is likely the most important of them all, right? So I am a huge proponent of personal accountability and ownership. 
And so this means, you know, being disciplined, having that long-term perspective, making the right decisions today, not only for short-term benefit, but for the long run, right? And as much as I, you know, as much as I'll talk here on the podcast or write in the articles, I'm not, you know, I don't want to come across as a dictator. I'm not, you know, trying to shove it down your throat saying, you, hey, you have to do this. you got to do it. You know, there are kind of like basic fundamental things you should be doing. But at the end of the day, the responsibility is with you as the individual. So, again, I want to be that helpful resource by your side to help help steer you in the right direction. But you have to make the 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 conscientious you know the conscious decision to to kind of embrace embrace the learnings you're pulling and apply them to your life um you know there's no there's no quick fix if you're in if you're in you know maybe dire financial straits there's no quick fix magic solution it's just it's like you know there's no such thing as a a weight loss pill where you're going to drop 50 pounds overnight kind of thing right personal finances again just making good solid decisions routinely to ensure you're setting yourself up for for the best the best possible outcome in the future so that covers the main you know the mission statement for what capital adulting stands for but i think there's also i got i got six core values uh listed out here that um, i think are really beneficial to to talk through too and highlight uh, because this is really you know, this is our our guiding our north star. This is what's going to drive kind of what we do, um, as well as it just helps put into context where we're coming from when we do certain things, right? So number one value, keep it simple, and this goes back to what I just said a minute ago, where when you look at your financial picture for your life, right, that's really daunting. There's there's so much to it. Like if you're if you're listening to this and you're you're 18, you're a senior in high school, I mean you're talking, you know, college is at the forefront of your mind, right? You don't want to be thinking about, okay, do I have, you know, can I pay for rent? Am I going to get a job? Can I pay for rent when I get out of school? Um, can I afford a wedding and then a house? What about a car payment? Um, what about kids? Then you know, do you want you want to send them to private school? Are you going to send them like help them pay for college? Um, you know, expenses related to them. As you get older, there's healthcare expenses that go up, right? And there's things like that where if you're, you know, 16, 18, 20, just on the, even like just in your 20s overall, that's really daunting to try to be like, how, where do I even start? So my goal is to give you little nuggets of where it can start, just get your mind working a bit, pull out a specific concept or, you know, like an era in your life. So if you're 18, you know, let's talk about what's the best way to manage, you know, manage college, like your student debt. How do you, you know, how do you handle that? Let's just take one piece at a time. And again, keep making those right decisions to, to get you where you want to go, you know, over the course of your life. Um, I think, you know, another big incentive for me to keep it simple is if, if I'm talking at a high level and it doesn't make sense to you, then then what what value am I adding to your life if if I'm basically just sitting here you know blowing hot air at myself just to hear myself talk then that's that's a waste of my time it's a waste of your time more importantly so yeah I I don't want that to be the case and overall this is a building process right if you think about all those classes you took in school right at some point you know you learned you learned basic numbers how to count and then you start adding you know addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, um, and then then you kind of build into, say, like algebra, and then calculus, which, oh, don't even get me started on that, but um, you can see how it's a building process, right? So if you're coming into this knowing nothing, cool, welcome, stoked to have you here, because this is going to be like learning how to count to 10, and then once we get you the, once you're there, you're counting to 10, then we're gonna you know, get you to a point where you're starting to add, and then and then you know you're you're doing doing algebra, and I you know can't speak to a specific algebraic concept off the top of my mind here, but you can see you can catch my drift um, on that front where this is all going to be a building process to get you in a in a good spot. Second core value is all for all, and I know I've really hammered it home so far, but 
my my biggest thing is wanting to help others, right? So the educational components of, you know, the articles I write, the podcast I speak on, and just any of the other kind of endeavors that, that capital adulting encompasses, um, therefore the benefit of the capital adulting community, right? It's not it's not it's not for me. I'm not doing this again for any for any benefit whatsoever. I want the interest and questions of, of, of the listeners and the community to drive what we're doing and what's going to be the, you know, what's going to add the most benefit to your life. Um, along those lines, you know, I'm, I'm committing to never putting kind of our, my selfish interest or just capital adulting in general uh, to putting our interest ahead of what's going to benefit our listeners and just the audience in general. So, you know, I think that that's going to manifest more, hopefully down the line, you know, um, in the case of, you know, like if I ever were to get to a point where you got like sponsors and, and things like that, I want, I want y'all as the listeners to, you know, be rest assured that it's, there's no concept of selling out. It, the community always is the forefront of what we're doing. Third one is personal ownership is key. And I just spoke on this a minute ago, but this concept, I'm sure you'll, you're, you'll hear me rehash it non-stop whether it's through this particular episode or through future ones but it all comes down to the to the individual um and this applies universally to everyone and everything myself to to use listener to, to anyone around you just anyone in the world you know the there's so much you have so much capability um that it takes, you know, takes that ownership of where you're willing to take, you know, accept responsibility, take things on, and really just get after life um, to to make the most out of it. Um, one of my favorite quotes from my dad is, "Life is not a spectator sport," you know, and what he's getting at there is, you know, it's you only have one life, one opportunity, right? Why would you spend it sitting on the sidelines? And, and watching, you know, watching people and just life overall pass you by, right? It's it's taking ownership of of that one shot that you've got and saying, look, what am I going to do to make the absolute most out of it? And so, you know, this is going to require, you know, it requires discipline. If if you're heading in the wrong direction, it's going to require, you know, the humility to recognize it and the dedication to, you know. To, to turning things around, right? To, um, to to start making those incremental changes to improve, improve where you're at today. Um, number four, in terms of core values here, is the long term is greater than the short term. And you know, I think as I'm going through this, it's it's becoming abundantly clear to me, and I'm sure it is to you listening, that that. You know, I keep hammering these same topics. And that's because I think they're so critical, right? We, with this value, we want there to be long-term success and su- sustainable success too, right? We don't want we don't want anyone to experience you know some fleeting success. I think we've all had, you know, kind of moments where maybe you've had you, you picked up a new hobby and you've had you know like beginner's luck, or you know you just you picked up something and you've, you've thrived out of the gate and then all of a sudden yeah you know, things kind of crash back down to reality right and it's and that's a humbling thing and it's an unfortunate thing right why why allow yourself why why set yourself up for you know perhaps that kind of crash when you can reorient your perspective around around the long term and so when you have that maybe that beginner's luck you can recognize hey like I'm doing really great right now. You know, maybe, you know, <laughs> maybe you like pick, say you picked up tennis, right? And you play your friend and you're like, oh man, I can smash them. Perfect. I'm awesome at tennis right out of the gate. And then you're like, well, I'll go try out for the school team. And you get destroyed, right? So how humbling is that? Whereas, you know, when you're taking that, that first step when you're playing your friend, you can recognize, hey, like, you know, I know obviously my friend's a novice like myself and I'm competitive in this environment and this is something I enjoy doing. I can see that this is going to be a good thing for me in the long run. So why don't I dedicate myself? I recognize that, you know, I'm not, not perfect out of the gate, 
um, what can I do to um, to make sure I'm in a good position so like as I move up kind of that skill set that skill level that I'm that I'm competitive that I'm improving that I'm achieving what I want to achieve um, that's really what um, you know what what it, looking at the long term does and I think this also ties back into to the community focus that I just mentioned like if it's if the focus is is on the best interest of the community then in the long run good things are going to happen for the community right and that's where that's where this capital dolting will have the most impact and and be the best for the most people which is which is my my personal goal um and and frankly just dream of what this will be um core value number five here is pay it forward and I think this is something that gets that gets lost uh, today in a lot of ways. Is that you know we are a very individualistic society. We tend to you know we tend to put our interests ahead of others, um, but that's not what we're going to do here at Capital Adulting. I've mentioned it you know, numerous times. This is about the community, right? And this community is intended to help others in a selfless manner. So we're so giving without expecting anything in return. Um, and so I would encourage you as, as we continue building this out um, to, to join in me with being generous in terms of, you know, committing your time, your money, your skill set to, to benefiting those around you. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, here in the, the capital adulting. Um, kind of audience, community, sphere, whatever, whatever makes most sense on your end. But you know, just think about taking time to to train a colleague at work. You know, like if you, you know, say you accepted a new job and you had you know an awesome supervisor that that you were working in tandem with, and they taught you you know a ton of great things. They really trained you up to the point where you were excelling at your job, right? And then say a new hire comes on board and now it's your responsibility to train them. You know, I get like, there's that, that balance there, right? Of where, you know, you're in a, you're in a position, you still need to perform at a high level, of course, but don't forget how beneficial it was, you know, with to have that person who take you under their wing when you started and, um, and pay it forward to the, to the new hire, the trainee, and and see if you can you can one up your experience, right? Say like, man, I you know I got I was awesome at this this and this, and then maybe like maybe these couple areas I was a little bit weaker at, you know? What if I can take this new hire, and you know, build into them all the you know all the great tips and tricks that have made me excel in my certain areas, as well as emphasize the ones where I wasn't doing as well. You know, how awesome is that? Like, one, you get that personal gratification of, man, me investing in this person is really is really paying off. Look at how awesome they're doing. It's so much fun to celebrate somebody else's success. You know, why don't we lean on that more? Um, but two, it's also a learning experience for you, right? Because they're going to have their perspective and, and their learnings, and you'll be able to learn from them as well. So investing in improving them is really going to improve you because... You know, at a minimum, it's going to reinforce the kind of knowledge base that you have. Um, you know, at the most, it could really transform how you how you operate, whether it's in your job, in your personal life, um, around others, just whatever it might be. It could really, really enhance that. Um, so I would really just yeah emphasize being willing to improve others um, at like concurrently you know, as you're improving yourself. The sixth one might be the most important, and you know, I this is one that personally that that I have to to focus on quite a bit. And that number six here is valuing the important things in life. And so, you know, like I said, I'm very financially minded, right? I really enjoy, you know, how can I. How can I maximize my income? How can I then, you know, find the best deals, save the most money, invest, you know, my my capital in the best way to optimize my return, right? But there's there's a, a very delicate balance to that, to where you don't want to sacrifice 
you know, your the relationships with the people around you and the memories that you have an opportunity to create. Um, you know, so if you have an, you know, if you have an opportunity to, let's say you have a, you know, a chance to take a once in a lifetime trip, but maybe it's, maybe it's more expensive, right? Or, you know, maybe if you have the money and you're, you know, you're considering it, you know, but you're also like, ah, oh, you know, I really just kind of want to have this money in my account so that, you know, I've got my account looks bigger or I feel better about, you know, how much money I've got kind of thing, right? Money is meant to be a vehicle to live life, right? You don't live your life to make money. And I think that's a really important distinction. Again, I check myself on this constantly. It might be on a daily basis because when you're when you're on your own and you're supporting yourself, and you have that long-term perspective, right? You want to have that financial security. You know, how nice would it be if you know, you're like, all right, well, you know, when I'm say 50, I'd like to have five million dollars in the bank, kind of thing. That's a great goal to have. But if that means, oh, I'm, you know, I'll never, you know, I'll never go on a trip. Um, I'll never, I'll never just, you know, go out, have dinner, have a beer with a buddy. I, you know, I won't. I won't, you know, invest the time or the money in developing those relationships with the people around me. That's not that's not the right way to go. And it's so important here. I got it bullet pointed, underlined, exclamation mark, um, or exclamation point. Um, the balance on this on this core value is so important, right? Because like I just said, you know, it's important to invest in the relationships with your friends. But if that comes at the, oh, I'm living paycheck to paycheck because because I'm going to go out to eat seven times a week. You know, oh, me and my friends love, like, we like to do a fancy dinner. You know, we'll go out to a fancy dinner once a week and that costs me, you know, 60 bucks. Um, or, you know, oh, I'm going to go travel, you know. I'm going to go like do this weekend trip and go, you know, hang out, go, you know, gamble in Vegas or what you know whatever it might be. It's such a delicate balance, right? And use money as a vehicle to live life, but don't live life so beyond your means that it comes back to haunt you later. And I think that's going to be you know, a thread that you'll be able to tie through a lot of these podcasts. And I'm sure we'll talk about it in depth in a lot of different scenarios. And that's probably going to be the best, the best conversations that we'll get from the guests that we'll bring on board here is talking about how do they strike that balance? What were the times they did it well? What times did they not do it so well? Um, you know, and that kind of leads into, you know, you learn so much from failure. And so inevitably we're all going to make mistakes me included, you know, anytime personal ownership coming, bubbling back up here, anytime I say, you know, talk about imperfection, making mistakes, um, doing the wrong thing, I just like anybody listening to this fall into that bucket. And so, so don't get discouraged there. But, you know, when you, when you do have those kind of bumps in the road, don't just, don't just have despair over it. Use it as a learning experience. That's, that's the most valuable thing that you can pull from that kind of deal that way you don't make the same mistake twice, right? So not don't mean to get too philosophical there. Um, I think that's, you know, that's definitely going to be a good chunk of what we talk about here on the podcast because I think there's a lot of just, you know, mental perspective, mentality, attitude. Uh, a lot of those things factor into your personal financial well-being and security. You know, it's reshaping those uh, around the right processes and the right things are what's going to improve your financial standing. So it's a good segue into um, the next the next chunk of details I wanted to cover here, which is really the types of things that, that you can expect from the Capital Adulting podcast and really our you know, kind of world in general. Um, and I do want to preface this with with, with two things. One, this is not meant to be an exhaustive list. I'm sure there's a lot more that 
that we'll we'll come across and we'll want to talk about. Um, so don't think this is you know me establishing oh here's our framework and we're you know we're never gonna do anything outside of that. Um, it's just it's it's good starting point, right? Point two here is this again is a community thing, and so I would absolutely love to hear from y'all about what you'd like me to cover or the kind of guests you'd like me to bring on. What really piques your interest and is going to kind of drive your engagement? What's going to bring the most value to your life? Because, yeah, podcast views, listen, you know, the listens, I guess, um, reviews, all that stuff is cool, right? But to me, it doesn't matter unless we're providing a product that's going to help you. And that goes back to the core value I talked about, community first, you know. That's what it's all about. So jumping into kind of the list of things that we're going to cover here. I think it's probably obvious by now. We're going to talk a lot about finance, right? So we're going to talk about, you know, budgeting. How are you, you know, how do you even start? What is What does a budget look like? How do you, how are you tracking your, your income and expenses? And, you know, are you, are you planning properly? Are you saving enough money, you know, from your, from your, you know, your paycheck to cover expenses or, you know, just, just items like that. Um, and also I think we'll, we'll, we'll get some fun topics in there. I said managing income because guess what? If you're working, you have an opportunity to manage your income to a, to a certain extent, right? Obviously don't just walk in and say, Hey, like I'm going to make this much cool, but there's an art to negotiating, right? You can always you can always negotiate compensation, and that doesn't necessarily just mean salary, right? Like that's that's gonna be I think an awesome podcast topic that we can get into down the road is is the uh, is the art of negotiating. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll see if I can pull my boss into that one. I think that would be uh, that'd be an interesting conversation. He'd some, he'd have some awesome insights from kind of across the desk too. So. We'll see if I can uh, get him involved on that front. Um, in the finance realm, again, we're, we're going to be talking about investment, just overall financial planning, retirement planning. Again, I need to add the caveat that I'm. this is not going to be you know, a stock-picking podcast. I'm not going to say, hey, you know, if you, if you invest in this $10 stock, you know, exactly two and a third years from now, it's going to be worth 48 bucks. You know, that's one, no one can predict things like that to, you know, with any certainty or accuracy, right? You can, you can make educated, you know, educated moves, I'd say, but I'm not here to, to do specific stock analysis and recommendations. That's, that's not my role. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of resources out there, you know, free or otherwise that, that you can refer to on that front. Um, another big one. Uh, taxes and debt are so key, especially for younger folks. You know, if you're getting into your first job or you're looking to go to school, you know, how are you, how are you navigating those? Are you, are you getting the best, are you getting the best loan that you can get, right? What's the lowest interest rate? Are you tapping into all the, all the avenues you have to raise money? Um, on the tax front, are you doing everything you can to, to save money, um, you know, I did, there was, I helped somebody out, um, you know, a little while back and they were talking about their, you know, exercising their stock options. And so we were talking through the implications there because, you know, they didn't know that, you know, that uh, with, with exercising options, you know, if you hold the stock option, you don't actually own the shares, right? So they, so they were still holding the options, and so they wanted to then execute the options and sell all the shares at the same time. And you know, it it pained me to find out that they've been holding these options for five years um, because they could have exercised them five years ago and paid you know significantly less in tax um, than they than they ended up doing because they they sold in short term. So. We'll get into that. I don't want to get too too into the weeds on the tax front, but there's a ton there of just basic things that we can talk through um, without you know diving into specific recommendations. Outside of the financial topics, um, 
I've, I've mentioned this a few times now, but really the personal, like personal mindset, right? The, of, of you as an individual is kind of driving that, you know, the leadership, the stewardship of your life. Um, are you, you know, taking on ownership to really make the most of things? Um, reshaping that perspective for the long run. You know, are we, are we doing the right things so that it pays off, you know, way down the road? You know, are the, can I have confidence in the short-term sacrifices I make so that, you know, so that I can own the kind of house I want to own someday? Those sort of things. Also, a big one is, is just breaking bad habits. I used that rocket ship example earlier about just being off by one degree leading to, you know, a potentially catastrophic issue. So you, you don't want to have that financial blow up or just life blow up when you're 65 if you could avoid it starting when you're 25 and starting just by doing just by doing the right things you know and getting them ingrained like getting out of bad habits and ingraining the good ones and then that way when you're 65 you can look back and go man i'm stoked that i did that that was so good for me and and just really pat yourself on the back it's okay to celebrate wins, whether they're small or large, right? So, so I definitely encourage you doing that. Don't become just like a pure robot of sorts, but we're going to cover a lot of kind of the, per, the, the mentality side of things too regarding your kind of financial well-being and security. Another one is, is bringing on some awesome guests. You know, I already have some folks in mind who I think it'd be really cool to have them come on and, and talk through talk through a myriad of topics. I think there's definitely, you know, people can come on, we can talk about finance, we can talk about the personal mindset side of things. Um, and really, it, I think it's so valuable to to relate concepts to real life stories. And I haven't really done that on this episode, um, mainly because I'm not diving into a specific topic here. It's more laying the groundwork for what we're looking to accomplish um, with capital adulting. But I'm really excited to be able to bring some people on board and we can talk through specific scenarios because, hey, here's the cool thing about life, guys. What what you're going through is not unique to you, right? Like everybody's got, everybody has challenges, but you're never alone. And there are people who have gone through what you've gone through before and you can you can piggyback off the lessons they learned, right? So if they, they go, man, I was going through this real rough personal crisis. And what I really did was I screwed up and, you know, let's just say, oh, I, you know, kept racking up credit card debt, right? I just charged 10 grand of stuff to credit cards, you know, without knowing I could pay for it for sure. And now it's, you know, coming back to haunt me and you go, oh, well, you know, maybe that's the kind of situation you're in, you know? they're going to be able to provide advice. How did they get out of that hole quicker? What, or what did they do that prevented them from doing so from, from, from paying off the debt faster, right? That's all stuff that hopefully will be beneficial to you. And that, you know, having those guests on and relaying through personal scenarios, um, will definitely, definitely be incredibly helpful. Um, one thing that, you know, we just covered the items that, you know, the topics, Kind of again, just look at a broad list of the items that we are going to to mention and, and have episodes on with the podcast here. I think it's equally as valuable to talk about what we're not going to talk about. Um, and I think number one, it, number one will probably bring a sigh of relief from you. Um, hopefully, at least that's that's my intent. And it's politics. You know, I think. I think as we look kind of in our world today, and this is, you know, 2020, there's a lot of divisiveness that's kind of based in politics, you know, in different ideologies and things like that, right? We don't need to inject that into our community. Um, the biggest thing, the biggest reason behind it is if our goal is to help our community to improve their lives specifically in a personal finance realm that is not political right because it 
sure, there's policies, right? I get it, right? Oh, with, if I have this this person's in office, I'll pay more in taxes, or oh, um, you know, I can I can get this kind of program from the government, or you know, what, whatever, right? Cool. Yeah, you can you can find some way to spin it politically, but guess what? That defies our core value around personal ownership. If you're sitting around and say, man, you know, if just this, this person wasn't in office and I wasn't paying, you know, this, this high income tax, like then I'd actually save money, right? Whose fault is that in terms of you not saving money? Is it really that you're paying high taxes? And if it is, I mean, or if that is the case, do you have the opportunity to go somewhere else? Like... For instance, if you're in California, you know, you are pers- like if you're staying in the state of California, you're accepting that you're willing to to pay, you know, higher taxes than you would if you were in Nevada, right? Boom, state income tax. It's not yes, it's a political issue, but it's it's a dis- a conscious a conscious decision made to to be in that situation. And so when when you're in the situation that you choose to be in, you have to figure out how to make the best financial moves for you. The burden lies on the individual. Um, and that's how I look at it, right? So, you know, if you're paying, you know, say 10% more in tax, okay, what, you know, how are you either going to make more money? How are you going to, you know, cut your expenses to save, you know, save and invest the right amount? Or, you know, what kind of relocation scenario do you need to talk about to, to be in a financial situation that is, that's good for you, right? But this isn't, because it's all rooted in the individual, it's not necessary to to bring the political side of things in. And it just really want to hammer that home um, because it also goes against the, the community aspect of this. You know, it's with, with the divisiveness we have in, in our country today, we don't need to divide our our community because our goal is to, to, you know, help others and help, you know, improve our own lives, right? So what good does it do to come into that and, you know, interject, you know, just some hostile language or, or whatever it might be to where you're starting to pit people against one another? Because guess what? You can have relationships with people regardless of what their, what their ideologies are, right? They can teach you things. You can teach them things. There's, it, it might be a shock to a lot of people, but it's, it's actually so valuable to have relationships with people who don't think like you do. That's so good because you know what happens when, when you just have the same group of, of, of folks who, you know, they're just sounding boards for each other, right? If you share the same exact same thought process. That doesn't, then you just, you kind of build on each other. You build up blind spots and you miss opportunities to be better, right? I don't, it doesn't matter which side of the aisle you're on, what your ideology is. You can be better if you have people who bring a different perspective to the table and can challenge you in a respectful way. And there's a lot to that, right? Like it needs to be a respectful challenge, not just a, hey, you're an idiot, you suck, right? Um, I know I'm getting a little bit on a soapbox here, but again, just wanted to really hammer home that point of the community aspect and the personal ownership. It's It doesn't need to be politics. It should be, what are you doing today to help those around you and those uh, and yourself? What are, what are the items that are in your control and what means do you have to change them? You as an individual, unless you're a policymaker, and if there's any politicians listening to this right now, I think that's really cool. Um, but unless you're a policymaker, you're not going to have a direct voice outside of your vote to to impact those. So worry about what you can control, and and again, allow yourself to be open to learning from and teaching people who think differently than you do. Um, next piece we're not going to cover is, is again, just direct, you know, hard advice and recommendations for things like, 
you know, oh, what, what mutual fund should I be in? Should, you know, should I buy Tesla stock? Right? Like, we're not, no. We're not. Again, you know, there's, there's plenty of free and paid resources out there. There's, there's plenty of materials to learn how to, you know, study charts, um, to understand, you know, the different types of trading. And, you know, it's been, it's beneficial to talk through things like, you know, momentum investing versus, versus value investing, right? It's good to talk through the concepts, the philosophies, but not a, hey, you need to be a momentum investor that when when the S&P 500 is, you know, bet- between these levels, you you do this, like, no, it's, it, we, we can, again, the ownership lies with you on that, and I would, I'd strongly recommend if you're in a position where you think a financial advisor would be helpful, go that route, they can definitely add value, just make sure, make sure you get a good one, um, yeah, I just, Again, hammering home. I don't. I don't want to be viewed as an endorsing a particular thing. So I'll just continue to reiterate that. Um, as I mentioned at the beginning of the section, I'm very open to to feedback. I want to know what's going to be, you know, what are the topics that interest you the most? What where are areas where you think you can you can improve on? Kind of within this 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 realm that I that I've spelled out in the last few minutes here. Um, you know, it's. Feel free to, you know, you can email me, you can, you know, leave feedback here in the podcast, um, find me on social media, whatever it might be, you know, feel free to submit feedback and I'll certainly, certainly take that into account and incorporate that into kind of the next, you know, the reoccurring iterations of the, the capital adulting project here. You know, so I think we've done a good job tonight of really covering uh, the, the main the, the foundation of, of what, what I and kind of, you know, any, any, any part of the capital Dalton community are hoping to accomplish. Um, it's, it's again, just so community focused based. I'm going to bring it up probably every single podcast that I do just because that's really where my heart's at with this is I want to find a way to be able to reach people that, I wouldn't normally get to reach, you know, I want to have relationships with my, with the audience here in a way of which, you know, it's going to be beneficial. It's going to be mutually beneficial. So really excited for the future of this. Um, you know, I, right now I'm tentatively targeting, hopefully doing this on a weekly basis. I will again, love feedback, um, in terms of like the length of the episodes, um, the kind of the content that's covered, um, as we get guests on board, if you have anybody in mind that you'd like, you know, like me to reach out to, I'm, I'm certainly happy to do so. Um, but just kind of in conclusion here, again, my name's Grant Gardner. I'm really excited to be launching this project and to hopefully be helping folks out there. Um, that's, that's the overarching mission. There's, you know, nothing, nothing more to it. No underlying motives, no hidden agendas. It's what what can I be doing for you? And I can promise you, as long as I'm involved in this, we're going to be holding firm to the, the mission and the values that I laid out here in this podcast episode. And hopefully, hopefully, you know, this will be something where, you know, look back in a few years and we'll be a few hundred episodes deep or something like that into the podcast. And, and folks are coming back and listening to this for the, well, I wonder what the first one sounded like. Um, hopefully it's going it, to, you know, It'll really highlight that we have a track record of holding true to that, and that's manifested in such a positive way. Um, that's my goal. So if you're listening to this, you know, in 2025, power to you for coming back. Um, much appreciated. Um, you know, it's feel free to let us know. That's actually a good thing. If you're if you're listening to this in the future and you know you you listen to the things that were spelled out in this and say hey like. I think you guys might be overlooking this one. Let us know. I'm, I love constructive criticism because I think there, it's so easy to develop personal blind spots, right? I want to know if there's weaknesses in in my life and in what I'm you know what I'm doing, where I can improve it so that it's better for for everybody involved. So feel free to let me know. Um, again, you know we're going to be covering personal finance topics. Um, how to, you know, what kind of, what kind of mental approach is needed 
um, in the world to be successful on the financial side of things. We're going to, you know, get folks, you know, on board here, um, you know, get some get some interviews going, um, really dive deep into some particular topics, and this is just, again, so stoked to get this going. So, go ahead and wrap it up there. Yeah, if you made it to the end here, thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate time, and uh, it's just. Hopefully this is you know an investment not only in just our community but an investment in yourself and it's something that's going to continue to bring goodness and value to your life as we move along. So if you like, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast, um, you know whatever platform you're listening to it, just so you're staying up to date on what we're doing. Um, I'd certainly appreciate the support and. You know, if your platform has the opportunity to leave a review, definitely do so. Um, again, feedback, good, bad, ugly, hit me with it. I would love to hear it. I would love to be checked on what I can be doing better and what things are really good for you. You know, if you know, this is roughly about an hour long episode, if if that's a good length, if you want to hear me talk longer, I can do it. If you want to hear me talk shorter, I'll figure out a way to condense my thoughts down to make it work in a shorter time frame, but. Thank you again so much for listening, and I look forward to to you know connecting in with you uh, sometime sometime in the near future here. So until then, take it easy, and uh, this is Grant signing off.